0: Hey, what's up podcast? It's Jeff. Just want to jump in here. This is a special bonus episode of Teach Better Talk. This is actually going to be a the audio uh, recorded from a Facebook live that our team is doing every single day, Monday through Friday um, at 8 a.m. Eastern time in our Facebook private group. You can get in that group at teachbettergroup.com or uh, go on to Facebook and just search Teach Better Team. You'll see our page and then you'll see the group get in there So here we go, a special bonus episode of Teach Better Talk pulled from one of our Facebook live videos in our private group at teachbettergroup.com. Hope you enjoy.
1: Friday morning with the lovely P. Sloan Joseph. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am doing well, TGIF, and happy Mother's Day weekend to you.
0: Happy Mother's Day weekend to you. Happy Teacher Appreciation Week. Happy
1: Teacher Appreciation. Yes, I'm we going happy to. Happy we
0: made it through another week of e-learning. Mm-hmm. so many things to celebrate.
1: You are not kidding. Um, yes. Okay, and it looks like we are live in our Teach Better Team group, which is always my fear. I want to make sure I did this right, but I'm definitely getting to be. The more I do this, the more the more I'm getting uh, getting comfortable with it. It's like um, yes. Else. It, you know, you're right. Each week, and I don't know about you, but when I start out the week on Monday, I'm like, "All right, here we go, another week." And uh, then all of a sudden, by Friday, I'm like, "Woo, this is
0: still worn it's out. It's just a different. It's still tired. It's just a different kind of tired. You just it didn't is. know how much you could do from home. Seriously.
1: Yeah, you are absolutely correct. Because that's the thing. You're trying to add all of these. In fact, I just posted something on Facebook, on, uh, on my Facebook page the other day, and it was about, you know, it, it was a meme that was, it's impossible to keep a house clean when no one leaves. <laughs> and it's
0: from, yes. yes, from room to room, it's like, I'm like, we're not even going anywhere. Why do we still have so many clothes to wash? What are we yeah. doing? It's the so truth. We're, But we're walking more now than we were before. So you get up, you walk, then you take those clothes off, and then you put on another set of clothes. And then in the afternoon, we walk again, and it's like, wait a minute.
1: Yeah, absolutely. our water
0: bill is getting higher and higher and higher.
1: You're right. So where you're saving money on certain things like gas, you're definitely making up for it in groceries, uh, yes. the water bill, electricity.
0: Right? I've never bought so much bread in all of my life. My son is in the fourth grade. He is a growing boy. And he's doing he's averaging about one loaf of bread like every two days. I'm like, really? How? Like just making up sandwiches. These now is just sandwiches that no one's ever heard about. You're just experimenting at this point. So,
1: hey, you never know where that could lead. You never know. <laughs> so just for a little background and, and welcome to all the people that are joining us. We have Kelly Coons. Uh, oh, Kelly hosted our mastery chat last night, which was a great discussion. Good yes. Morning, I love her. Uh, Brianne. Uh good morning Brienne, uh, Jennifer, Holly, and Brianna. Good morning, Brianna. So Brianna, I called her my personal Uber driver. She was she helped me when we were at the Teach Better Nineteen conference. Okay. She had a car. I did not because I was coming from New Jersey. And so uh that's where Brianna and I connected. And that's actually where you and I connected was the Teach that Better is. Nineteen.
0: That that is. We I think we talked at a meetup.
1: We did. We We did meet
0: up, and we also were sitting there talking to Alicia Ray out of North Carolina with the educational exam um, book. And um, she and I saw each other right before um, all of this stuff with COVID nineteen started. Alicia and I saw each other at the South Carolina middle school conference, and we were like, "Hey, (laughs)
1: how are you?" She she has such a personality, as do you. Um, So it, it was so great to meet. And and you're obviously so you're in South Carolina, so. I don't want to give away too much. Why don't you tell everybody what it is you do and obviously where you're from and all that good stuff?
0: So I am, um, I live in Greenville, South Carolina, and I am a, the instructional technology coach at Greer Middle School, and that's within the Greenville County School District. And um, I just do what is necessary because I'm, you know, as an instructional coach, you're not a teacher and you're not an admin. You're like in this crazy island by yourself, kind of. And luckily, I have another instructional coach that's at our our school. Her name is Ann Kelsey Zebert. She's amazing. And so we're on that island together. But some, you know, some places that's not the case. And I do whatever I need to do to support teachers so they can better support students and their families. And then whatever administration needs me to do to, again, support teachers, students and their families. And um, so I've had 17 years of experience in education and I've been to the, you know, I've taught at your most affluent schools and to your and all the way to your schools that receive Title I funding. I've done elementary, middle and high school. I really like middle school. That's my sweet spot. Um, and I think that my past experiences has helped me to kind of see where our students are coming from. And then also knowing where they're going and trying to help teachers prepare them for the next step. Um, and so instructional technology is kind of the key of what I do. But I do a lot of things on, you know, just engagement and relationship building and, um, you know, making academically safe environments for students to learn and feel valued and respected um, and talking to folks about diversity and inclusion. So I do a lot of different things under that umbrella of the instructional technology coach. So even if I do a tech session, I'm going to weave all of those things into it because the technology is not the key. All those other things are what makes the technology once you get on, takes it to the next level.
1: So as if you weren't busy enough before the COVID-19 closures, you must be even busier now. So can you tell us a little bit about how your job or how, and how your roles have, have mm-hmm. changed and evolved since we've been in remote learning?
0: Uh, lots of meetings, lots of Google Meets, lots of Zooms. Um, I've been able to I answer emails all day um, just being personalized. So some teachers, just like some students, they don't want to ask a question in the chat on Zoom or on Google Meet. And so I'm always available, you know, after the chat to ask, you know, after the meeting to answer questions. So a lot of um, emails, a lot of screencastified videos, walking people through, uh, you know, step by step what to do. Uh, recommending certain tools. I try to stay on Twitter and Pinterest and on the internet, just trying to find, because everything is changing. So, I mean, technology was changing anyway, but it's changing so quickly now because these companies are seeing the improvements of day to day and how, and how you use technology in the classroom is a little different than you use it during e-learning. So I'm having to always keep abreast of those, you know, updates. So I stay on Twitter, um, either hosting chats or be, you know, participating in chats. Um, I've moderated some things with the South Carolina Department of Ed. We've done some things with EdCamp RL, which is EdCamp Remote Learning. Um, I do, um, I'm a part of a team of organizers and Kelly Coons, who I think is on here. She is also an organizer for EdCamp Greenville. So we had just done that February the 22nd. I think we probably were the last people to do EdCamp before they shut everything down. And we had over 300 people. So that event would not have been able to go on because we did have one in South Carolina that had to cancel or, you know, delay until another reschedule for another time. Um, So because of EdCamp Greenville, I got connected to EdCamp Remote Learning. So we did that through Flipgrid. So that gave some teachers an opportunity to learn more of how you can use Flipgrid for e-learning. Just doing a lot of reading and just, I will share my staff will tell you in a heartbeat, like, I don't care what time it is. Sometimes I try to save it till in the morning, but sometimes I get real excited about a tool and I'm like, they might get up before I do. So let me send it. And then as soon as they log in, yeah. they'll get this tool and anything that I can find a tip or a trick that I feel like going to help the teachers have an easier day. I'm going to shoot that in a, um, an email to the entire staff and you use what you need to use. And if you don't need to use it now, but you use it later, you just put it away. And so that's what I've been doing. It's just helping everybody out. We still are interviewing. Um, After I get off of here, I've got to go and interview, um, be a part of the interview panel. Things are still going. You know, there's some things that have stopped, but there's some things that are still going. We still meet with our PLCs um, once a week checking in on them to see if we can help them in any way with their lesson planning. And then we meet with each team. We're teamed here in um, at our school. So each team, we meet with them to see, you know, can we help make phone calls home to students to check on those students that haven't checked in to encourage them to do their work. So it's a lot of different ways we're supporting teachers. And some of it looks the same, but a lot of it looks just very different now that we're at home.
1: I was going to say education is definitely hot. <laughs> You know, it's a hot career right now. Um, and we'll get into that in a few minutes. Um, but we have, let's see, we have Oh, Alex is joining us. Good morning, Alex. Good morning. Um, Christy, Jeff Kaplan. Hey, Jeff. Erin. Um, we have, let's see, uh, Brian. Adam. Uh, Kados. Good morning, Adam. So good morning, good morning. to everybody. Good morning. And uh, as you know, we or hopefully, because a lot of you have been in our daily drop-ins before. We can't. I'm actually reading some of the comments and the names on Facebook. So if you are commenting, please put your name in parentheses just so we know who we're uh, talking to. But I'm very impressed, as I'm sure you are, uh, Sloane, that all of these people are joining us first thing on a Friday morning.
0: (laughs) Absolutely, because some of these people I know some some folks on Twitter were like, I'm going to try. To get there because it's five o'clock over there, and I'm like, you know what? For you to not have met me or Rebecca, you're willing yes. to get up at five o'clock. That is yes. amazing, and I appreciate that.
1: I know we're ge- I, I, at this point. I think I'm getting more love from people on social media than I am in my own household.
0: They're tired of. <laughs> They're fact, tired, tired of it. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> take yeah. a walk.
1: Take a walk. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's, you know, and you and I had a little bit of a discussion before we came on live and we were, you know, we were talking about, and I know you, you know, we want to jump into some, some topics here, but, um, you know, just in general, uh, how grace needs to be shown, um, yeah. you know, in times, in times like this. And I think everybody is, is realizing that more and more each week. Um, as this goes on, it's you know you're, you're changing, you're evolving, and you really are learning new things. It's not like you know we had to. There wasn't like a learning curve the first two weeks, and then all of a sudden that stopped. Um, This is definitely, as, as you said, it's like a moving target, and so you right. have to change and adapt. Why don't you talk a little bit about um, your your thoughts on that?
0: I just think it's just like everybody was a first year teacher in this regard. Yes. You know, I, I think about the first year teachers. I'm a new teacher mentor. And you want to give people space to grow, but then at the same time, you're like, man, like you didn't even finish a full year. And just when you were kind of getting into your routine, because like I used to be a related arts teacher, so our related arts teachers just got a new set of kids in January. And then this happened you barely got through an entire quarter, you still had not known your children. And that's something like we are doing remote learning and we knew the children that we were teaching. It's going to look different in the fall if we have to do remote learning and we don't know these children like we 100%. that's that's just something that's really weird that I, I can't wrap my head around but as far as grace is concerned i talk about this all the time in my podcast i have a podcast called greater is in me it's on all of the platforms if there's a platform you use and it's not on there please let me know um you know follow it it is on a great it's a
1: great it's a great podcast
0: thank you thank you um, you can follow me on Twitter at psjoseph718, and um, just let me know if it's not on the platform that you're listening to podcasts. But I talk a lot about one of the things I try to say every episode is, you know, you love yourself by giving yourself grace, and then once you give yourself grace, give it turn around and give it to somebody else. And so we had to love ourselves enough to say, okay, we're going to do the best I I, I have less than 2 days. People keep saying 2 days, but it wasn't 2 days. Let me let me make that clear. We came in, we got the announcement on a Sunday here. Yeah. Our governor made the announcement. And so I don't know about anybody else from South Carolina, but I did not sleep well that night because I was like, what is this going to look like when we get to work tomorrow? What are they going to say? And as the technology coach, I knew that there were some tools that people could use but had not used. And so I spent that Monday once we had the meeting that took a while to just explain everything to everyone. Then I had to go into training mo- mode to train people on how to use tools that they'd never used before, for because you didn't some of this stuff you didn't have to depending on what subject you taught, right. and we were divided, you know. And in two days, really less than two days, people put together packets of work for kids who didn't have Wi-Fi or their parents wanted a packet, and then a separate le- lesson plan for kids that had Wi-Fi and that at the time we thought we were going to be out for two weeks. So what happens is if you really think about that, that was 10 days Wi-Fi lesson, 10 days packet. That's 20 days in a year in a, in a, in a day and a half. I've never done that. No. I've been in education for 17 years. And like I said, I've done elementary all the way to high school. I've never planned 20 days worth of a lesson <laughs> in a day and a half yes. who, who does that and where and so you <laughs> had to jump in and then once we you know rolled everything out um you know people had to teach their own kids at home and it was just it was just a lot but i i kept telling people hey y'all you're doing the best you can you had the best of intentions sometimes the parents didn't like the assignments and didn't understand the assignments and and, and technology is The kids are one-to-one, but the parents they live with, unless they're educators, they don't know about Google Classroom and Flipgrid and Padlet and all of these things. These are not things that are used in, in corporate settings. These are really tools that are just used a lot for education. So there was a learning curve that parents had to go through to understand how to use the technology. And, you know, it gets to that point where you're just like, just breathe. Yes, You did your best. Give yourself grace because you can't give what you don't have. So if you give yourself grace and say, you know what? I did my best. Then when someone else doesn't turn an assignment or ask a question that you think is crazy, you can say, you know what? I'm going to give that person grace. They're doing their best just like I was doing my best. Yes. Because you didn't have anybody that you could call to say, how did this work successfully at your school? Because here in South Carolina, we like Ohio, I think Michigan and, and North Carolina were a little bit ahead of us by maybe two weeks. So we couldn't call them and ask them, you know, what's been working up there because they were still figuring it out. Yes. And so we all jumped in. We did the best we could. And here we are.
1: Yes, absolutely. And you hit a couple of of interesting points because I felt the same way. I I was actually giving tutorials to some of my own friends on how to navigate Google Classroom, Um, you know, and and my own, uh, you know, fortunately, my, my oldest son was very good, you know, he's in middle school, already knew right. what to do. Uh, my fourth grader had, you know, kind of, he had mixed experience with Google Classroom. And right. so, so, so the lower you go with the grades, the less experience the kids have oh, with exactly. that level of technology. Exactly. Um, we've had a whole bunch more people ju- jump in here. So, yay. yay, so let's see, where did I leave off here? Um, welcome to Kyle Hello. and Stacey uh d chanel john uh johnson um yes. oh Brienne. brianne fennel she was a teach better 19 she said i can't wait for teach better 20 i know we have tammy joining from mexico hey, wow <laughs> well and Welcome. you said like with pe- people people with you know in different time zones i mean i i know for myself my sleeping is just off i think everybody's sleeping is off so you're right if you're sending something late at night because you're awake, chances are somebody else is awake too. So it really doesn't, you know, I don't think you're necessarily interrupting people.
0: I hope not. Um, And I hope my staff knows like, you have the best at nine o'clock at night. I'm not asking you to use it at nine o'clock at night. I just know that everybody's schedule is off. And like, so I'm on here right now. But if another teacher is up, and they're getting ready to teach, I want them to have that tool just in case I'm doing something else somewhere else. I don't want teachers to miss out. And, you know, that's what the greater is in me podcast is all about is my, my hashtag is inform, inspire and influence. I'm always trying to get information so I can share it and inspire somebody to then use it and they can then influence somebody else. And then it just keeps, it's like a domino effect. Domino effect. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Holly said, Holly Stewart says, I love the Greenville, South Carolina area. The best PD I ever had was the science plus, Institute at Roper
0: Mountain. I know where that is. Yes, the Roper Mountain Science Center is a. It's just all about science, and you can go and mm-hmm. have field trips there. Um, they have lessons there. They have camps in the summertime. They have events on the weekend and in the afternoon. Um, and they collaborate with the science teachers all over our district uh, to put on some very unique programs. Um, and they actually have a new building building that is up. And it's just, it's just amazing. Like um, you can go in and like do a DNA lesson and they have it all set up and they are specialists that are science teachers that work there that connect those lessons to get those students. You know, I talk about diversity and inclusion and um, a part of that is, you know, providing opportunities and access for students. You know, there are some students in our district, who they live right over by the Roper Mountain Science Center. So they have the access and the opportunity to go there often. Um, It is a fee to get in, you know, just like any other, you know, museum or any other um, place that you would go for a field trip. And so for our students that have the greatest needs, because they don't live near Roper Mountain Science Center, or they may not have transportation to get there, they don't have those same opportunities and access. And so being that the science center is a part of Greenville County, then teachers connect with them throughout the year. And there are several different, you know, there are some schools that go several times a year to connect what they're doing in the classroom to some hands-on application that you just can't do like in a classroom in a 50 minute block. You know, they go there and they do rotations. It is amazing what goes on there. I've been there a couple of times as a chaperone with my school and also with my son as a parent. And every time I go, I'm just amazed at what they're able to do And it makes my heart feel good for those students that don't have the opportunity and access to go, that being a part of school gives them that. And so that is something that we talked about before is, you know, e-learning is great, but it doesn't replace those types of experiences of a child being able to touch and feel equipment and substances and go through a science project with the help of an expert side-by-side side to encourage them, that's something e-learning cannot do. That is something that you have to be in school to do. There is nothing, any teacher that's on here, the e-learning is not replacing you. This is a substitute for now, just like a substitute teacher. And I started off as a substitute teacher, so I feel comfortable saying Yeah, There is value in that. Um, That's how I fell in love with teaching, because I was a substitute teacher. but. There is nothing that I could do to replace that teacher that was absent those days. Yes. The love, the relationships, the expertise that that teacher brings to the classroom. So I was okay for a moment, but not for long term. And just like e-learning, it's okay for a moment, but this, this can't be our long term solution because school is, is so much more than yeah. just the content. It is all about the relationships and um, being able to help a child, as we say, hand over fist. Sometimes, being able to sit there and talk to a child that's really having a breakdown and get them to calm down and think. There's so many elements that we bring to their lives that you just can't do through e-learning. And so, I, for those people that are like, "This is, you know, this is the future of education," it's an option for some yes. people. It works for. But for so many of our families and our children, it's nothing like that human connection that you bring every day. So know your value and understand this is for the moment, but this is not a long term solution. For I was just going to say, education.
1: and I think any teachers or most teachers would agree with you. It's you know, this is not what when we signed up for teaching. This was not what we signed up to do. So no. we, we as well, you know, in the, in the connections you make with colleagues uh, in, yes. your, in your building and in your district, too. So we have a lot of comments I want to get to here. Good morning, Ray. Alex says, "By the way, Sloane, that the, that yours is one of the best podcasts out there for sure." Oh, thank
0: y'all! Thank
1: y'all. Um, Adam said that he's a mentor too, and he worked with a first-year teacher who was doing great. So that that That's I mean, good. look, if you can survive this, as whether a new teacher or. Yes, first year teacher. I feel like you can do anything. <laughs>
0: yes, absolutely. Because <laughs>
1: um, Jeff Kaplan says this is what I'm looking for help with. How do we make connections with students we have not met met in person? In other words, if if we yes. are, I think that's that's definitely uh, a concern. So now that you know, I, I believe most states. I was just telling you before we came on, New Jersey uh, finally announced just this past week mm-hmm. um, that we will be remote learning for the remainder of the year. That was still up in the air, believe it or not, and. Wow, um, okay. So now that we kind of officially know that, which I think most states at this point officially know that, yeah. you know, now the question is everybody's like eyes toward uh, eyes toward the fall. Um, yeah. Brad is joining in. Good morning, Brad. He said, hey. we hired a teacher at our school to start after spring break, but we never came back from spring break. So she's a new teacher filling a vacancy mid-year and has never met her students face to face. Can you imagine? So this is actually the situation for my daughter who's in second grade. Her teacher went out on maternity leave right as this all was unfolding. Her long-term sub signed her contract, and I happen to know her personally, signed her contract Thursday, March 12th, and Friday, March 13th was our last day in the classroom. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, and she's been remote teaching ever since. So, you know, kudos. Like you said, it's, it's hard enough for us who have been doing this for years Yes. Let alone these folks who are stepping in. I give them all the credit, really, because
0: she's a gem. Y'all need to get her on here. Has yeah. she been on the drop in? Listen, I need That's It's need to, true. I, I usually have meetings and things uh, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. But y'all need to schedule her on a Monday or a Friday to <laughs> offer some insight because I can't uh, even help you on that one. Yeah.
1: It's so true. And plus you're dealing with second grade. So now you've and got like a the little, yeah.
0: Another bag of jelly beans right there. A whole <laughs> other
1: bag of so jelly true. beans. So uh, true. It's so true. Um, let's see. We said that, oh, Jennifer Woody says she loves your podcast hey, as well. Jennifer. Uh, so, so Alex says, Sloan, and th- this is a good question. What can we do today to prepare for starting school in August in a remote setting? Whatever that might look like. I think everybody's, you know, or heard mm-hmm. ideas floating around, it, it might go to, you know, part in person, part mm-hmm. remote, uh-huh. A days, B days, half days. Um, so are there anything, any advice that you can offer for, you know, starting to prepare for the fall?
0: So depending on your position, I will say you just need to wait because I don't want people to plan a bunch of things. When you're not oh. in the position to determine, is it a hybrid? Is it there's a group that comes Monday and Tuesday? Another group comes Tuesday and Thursday. Nobody has school on Friday. Mm-hmm. Is it that it's half day? We don't know. And the way you're going to do a hybrid with 15 children is different than you do it with 30. Um, depending on the needs of your children, you know, we is it remote? Is it not remote? Yeah. Because even in parts of our state, when we talk about inequities, you know, I'm in an area that we have. Ta- I can see a 5G tower anytime I want to. I'm driving. There are towers everywhere, right? But there are areas in South Carolina where they're not even. There's not the the connection, the Wi-Fi. There's they need the infrastructure is not there. So what that looks like, I don't want to be the person to say, "Well, let's do this," because what it looks like in a in a in an area that doesn't have the infrastructure and the ones that does, that's going to look totally different. It's going to look different because it's elementary, middle, and high school. It's going to be different depending on, is it a full-day schedule, a half-day schedule? Are we going year-round? And so we really need to wait for those people, I like to say, to get paid to make those great decisions. And then from there, I could answer that question a little bit better. My, My wheels can get turning, but it's so many ifs right now. Um, Are we going to start in August or are they going to say, "Okay, we're not even going to start with this half day stuff. We're not even going to start with e-learning. We're going to wait until maybe September, October. For us, we go in August. We're going to wait until October and then go from there. Well, that's a whole nother bag of jelly beans because you've got COVID-19 and flu season is what it is. And we were sending kids home and teachers had to go home just because of the flu. So it's just so many things that are up in the air. So I just think that we should wait. And really, a part of the grace that I talk about sometimes is just getting through today. Yeah.
1: No, that's all. Thinking about
0: tomorrow, maybe Monday, you know, but just getting through today and doing today well, because if it's going well today, make a note of that. It'll probably go well when we when we start again. So those successes that you are having now, jot them down, so that when it's time to get those wheels turning you can jump right in and say, I don't know if this was going to work, but I know that this worked with my students for e-learning.
1: It was, uh, it's funny because in the, in the beginning um, of this, we, you know, we, we run polls in our Facebook group, Teach Better Team um, Facebook group. And, and by the way, before I forget to mention, if you are listening to this on YouTube uh, or as a podcast, you know, and, and you're not part of our Teach Better Team private Facebook group, Uh, please join we would love to have you and we do we do these daily drop-ins we do a whole bunch of of fun stuff and and one of the other things that we do is we create polls just to Mm -hmm. kind of see you know where where people are at on different topics and one of the questions that we asked early on was how can the teach better team support you you know through this um, remote learning you know adventure let's call it that that we're all going on and you know, and, and what is one of your, your top concerns? And one of them was just the unknown. I mean, we yeah. are a society that is, is so, you know, driven by plans and planning ahead. And this has put a complete halt to that, you know? Yeah. And so you're right, when you think, you know, we're, you know, normally we'd be already in our minds well into summer and, and starting to think about the fall, whether it's personal right. or professional. And, right. you know, we've had to put the brakes on that because there are, it's, there's so many moving parts and it's so up in the air. And so, yeah. you know, you and I talked about the fact that, you know, it, for, for us, we have been very busy still, uh, in all this. And, and it's given both of us a chance to kind of catch up on, you know, some personal things that we had been Absolutely. putting off or not would not normally get a chance to do. And so there is that positive. Um, but yet we don't, you know, I have friends who are planning weddings. Uh, that are supposed to be getting married toward the end of the summer. And I can't even imagine, you know, yeah. having these, you know, and we, we talk about graduations being canceled and things like that. So there's, there's a lot of unknowns, you know, trips, summer plans and things like right. that. And it is, it's, it's you, but you just have to kind of take a step back and, and breathe and, and be grateful, you know, for, for what you have and, and being healthy yeah. and, and things like that. Cause so many people, you know, and, and having a job. So many people, you know, are, are out of work now, too. And that's Absolutely. I can't even imagine that, you know, that financial stress.
0: Absolutely. On top of everything that's going on
1: on top of everything that's going on. So yeah. let's for a minute to talk because as I was telling you before we came on. So we officially found out, um, you know, uh, this was this past week that we are remote learning in New Jersey for the rest of the year. But for me, because we start school later in general, we start after Labor Day. That means that I'm going to be remote learning until June 22nd.
0: <laughs> no ma'am. No ma'am. I, I don't know when
1: imagine. your students I don't know when your students officially get out. When do they officially get out?
0: So the last day of instruction here is um e-instruction is the 28th or the 29th and then June 1st, 2nd, 3rd and 4th is all about like Chromebook turn in, library okay. book turn in, pick up your yearbook, your awards and all of that. Um, so so it's It's still going on till June the 4th, uh, but definitely not June the 22nd.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, it's, you know, I've, I've had discussions with my colleagues and, and, and of course we are, you know, we are in this and we are committed, but how do you, do you have any tips or suggestions for, for anybody? I mean, whether you have one or two weeks, as we talked about each week is, is different and your emotions are different, but how, Are there any suggestions for for keeping up morale for both teachers Mm -hmm. and students for however long you have left, whether it's three weeks or or five weeks or six weeks?
0: Well, one of the things so we so what we have done, either we've done at my school or I've seen schools in my area do. um, So we've done some lip sync battles. The staff got together. We did the lip sync battles and we had a battle each day and the kid we sent out a link online. Um, So I push it out through social media and the website and the teachers post the link in their Google Classroom and the kids Mm -hmm. get a chance to vote on the video that they like the most. And then we had a final winner and it just was something for the kids to look forward to every day. We do a mindfulness minute. Um, The guidance counselor recorded a video for mindfulness that the students can look at on a regular basis. Um, I think almost all of our teachers are doing a daily check-in, just a Google form where. It allows the students to express how they're feeling. And then that alerts, um, you know, the guidance counselors to maybe reach out to that student for some extra support. Um, I was on a scavenger hunt a couple of days ago, just logged on. And then they would call out an item and you had to go get it and all kinds of things. Like from Um, your house? From my house. Oh, that's fun. I did that. And then I know that my friend um, Shasta Looper, she's a fourth grade teacher at a school here. She's amazing. She's done that several times with her students on their Google Meet, where the Meet wasn't necessarily just about academics. It was infusing some of those fun things. Um, Mr. Sloan, who is a social studies teacher at my school, he did a Padlet where the students could uh, add a link to the Padlet of their favorite song. Like, what song are you listening to right now that really lifts your spirits, that makes you happy? And so the kids would get on YouTube. Now, it had to be school appropriate. And of course, he set up the Padlet so that if it wasn't school appropriate, he had to look at all these videos (laughs) to make sure they were appropriate, appropriate lyrics and everything. But he, you know, he talked about how that got him to learn about his students because you can tell a lot about somebody by the music that they listen to. If you're saying this is a song right now that gives you joy, I can listen to these lyrics and kind of make some some quick judgments about how you're feeling or the genre of music that you like and how do we connect in that way. Um, So he did the favorite song, Padlet. We had a spirit week. We had a virtual spirit week. One day, everybody took pictures in their, you know, we call it Greer gear because I'm at Greer Middle School. So if you had like a band shirt or a hoodie or whatever, you took a picture and you uploaded that. Um, Let's see what else have we done. I've seen fitness challenges. We haven't done fitness challenges. But I've seen that at some schools in my area. Um, At my school, um, another group of guidance counselors, once a week, they do like a pause for positivity, uh, which inspired um, an episode well, two episodes on my podcast. And it's just sometimes it's just telling corny jokes. Sometimes it's just talking about activities they can do to just help them to pause and be positive. Um, And then I think just the daily check ins like this, just those meetings. Um, you know, we know that our teachers are doing their job. We yeah. see that they're posting, but we still are meeting with them, even if it's even if they get on and they say everything's good. It's just putting our eyes on our teachers, checking in with them. We're a capturing kids heart school. So we start all of our classes with good things where the kids can go around. So teachers are continuing to do that through Google Meet. But we also do that in our staff meetings. We start off with good things where people can share those successes that they're having with their students. And then we have a Padlet called good, good things where everybody, because the, the Google meetings are basically grade level meetings and like related arts department and special ed department. But we have a Padlet where everybody in the school is on it and they can go and see What's going on on another hallway or another grade level that's going well? And maybe that can lift somebody's spirit. So those are just some things that that we've been doing. Um, And I also want to give a shout out to EdCamp RL. And there's a lot of uh, EdCamps that are popping up that are doing remotely. Those things help because you're able to see, even if I'm in South Carolina and you're in New Jersey, we're going through the same thing. We're more connected than we think. And you can get some good ideas about how to lift the morale of your staff. By just doing things like this, maybe I gave some ideas that some people can take back. Um, you gave me right, some ideas. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, good, good, good. And right after, um, right after this meeting, I mean, right after I get off of here, we're, we're planning our virtual awards day. We're still going forward with awards day. It's going to look a little different, but we're trying to figure out what does that different look like, but we're still going to celebrate the students and what they've done this year.
1: No, I, I think that's great. I, I got some great ideas. I was like, oh, I wouldn't have thought of that. Oh, I wouldn't have thought of that. I think yes. that that is, um, and the kids like that. They really do. My yes. son, speaking of the songs, um, he had a language arts assignment in seventh grade where he had to come up with like a playlist that represented his life.
0: I like and, that. Uh, I like that know
1: he was asking, you know, me for some input and stuff like that. And then he had to explain why the, you know, the song that's resonated with him. Like so, right yeah, one. and I think you could apply that to almost any subject, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Holly, Holly says all of the unknowns are really hard to contend with. Uh, I know it is out of my control. Yeah, and as teachers, we're used to having a certain amount of control. So that's what's hard about this. Yeah. But I need to focus on the on the here and now. Um, but there's a part of me that is really struggling with all of those what ifs. Uh, Holly, you are not alone. I am struggling uh, daily with that myself. Um, you know, a lot of people like the lip sync challenge ideas. Andrea says she loves uh, the lip sync uh, th- um, challenge and so much fun, uh, things I love Padlet. Adam says, I have a YouTube channel and I love the idea of a playlist of upli- upli- uplifting songs. I also have a YouTube channel as a teacher. That I really need to—that's kind of one of my goals—is to make it more. You know, I've kind of been uploading videos of myself, like instructional videos of myself, um, for the students. But I do want to maybe do some more fun things that I could that I could post because all the kids are on YouTube, right?
0: Yeah, so, um, they are.
1: You know, just to kind of uh, you know do some more fun fun things. And I really I like that scavenger hunt idea. I think that's that's cool. I'm trying to incorporate so as a science teacher too. I teach math and science. I'm trying to incorporate more hands-on things where it's like just grab some recyclables from around your house and build you know whatever it is um, yes. just so that every activity is not on a computer or on a device uh, when it's nice yes. weather I go by the weather here and so I have like outside choice boards of things that they can do That's so I goodness. found they, they definitely relate relate to things like that um, mm-hmm. so choice, you know, is
0: good. choice is good it
1: is good. And, you know, you find, as we've said, like, as you go through each week, you find what's working, what's not. And you really have to, you know, you have to be flexible. I mean, we've I've talked about this a couple of times now on the Daily Drop-In, but flexibility is one of those terms that is associated with, te- was associated with teaching before, but now even more so. It's such it's a an important whole level. Yeah. And Kelly says, uh, you know, love the playlist that represents their lives. Yeah. And explaining mm-hmm. um why and do you know how much we could learn about them absolutely. absolutely absolutely and that's that was you know I was looking at it he was you know I don't think he realized it at the time but I was definitely looking at that through a teacher's eye I said oh they're probably mm-hmm. trying to you know it's a way to check in with the students I mean he's in seventh grade so right. you know those kids you know the middle schoolers definitely you know they, they tend to keep their emotions they you know did. a little more you know to themselves so um, mm-hmm. this was a kind of a good way of getting it out of them right. <laughs> without exactly. making it too obvious
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, as we talk about, you know, these are the things that I, I read out that I read about. These are those things I was talking about. If it works for your population, write it down so that you can do that in the fall with those mm-hmm. kids that you don't know. That's you know, I don't know. We don't know what it's going to look like. But if you do these things, because yep. um, a lot of this stuff isn't even academic. You know, yes. um, and 100%. so we're gonna have to do more of that getting to know our students and letting them get to know us. We're gonna have to spend a lot more time on that. Yeah, laying that foundation because that's harder to do distance, you know, yes. during e-learning. Um, but we'll get there. We'll we'll yes. get there and, and, and it'll be fine. We we as teachers are innovative and creative, we always make it work, we always uh, we keep at it, we keep reflecting. About what did work, what didn't work, and we keep at it. We don't give up. We, you know, Twitter, I'm sure when that time comes, people are gonna talk about their successes and their failures, and then we'll learn again. This will be a new phase of education, but we're gonna come out of this stronger, um, and we'll appreciate when we are face to face with one another. We'll appreciate it a little bit more. Um, I, I can't wait for the time I could say, you know what, we could be in COVID 19. If a child, like, you know, complains about school or a teacher complains about school. It's like, but you know what? We could be in spring 2020. Remember spring 2020? And it's like, oh, you know what? You're right. You're right. Let me stop. Because I'm all about, you know, you let somebody vent, but I'm like, okay, do you want just to complain or do you want to complain, get it out so we can come up with some change? If you want to complain in order to change, okay. Uh, And so you let somebody just vent, whether it's a student or an educator. And then, if they go too long, you say, "Well, you know, it could be COVID nineteen where we were it stuck in the true. house." It and is true. It is true. Like, but let me imp- appreciate even these uncomfortable things. So we'll grow. We'll learn from it. We'll be better for it. Um, I'm gonna.
1: I'm, I'm gonna look into this EdCamp uh, RL. I know you have to go in a minute, so I, I don't want to yeah, cut you off. Yeah, just look up the I,
0: hashtag. Yes, hashtag EdCamp RL. And it's still up. It's still up. Okay. it's on Flipgrid. And so once you, um, once you join. It's, um, if you can go in, there were, I want to say there were 13 topics and you just could go in and watch these videos from different people from all over. I think it was all, it was 30 states, six countries over 1200 responses Wow, and it was broken up. Like I did, you know. Things like main, the morale is something that a lot of people I've talked about it quite a bit. People yep. continue to invite me to different platforms to talk about it. And I, yep. I it never gets old because it's important.
1: It's super um, important. It's
0: super important because if morale is high, then you're going to get more productivity. Yeah. But there was parts about diversity and inclusion, special ed and ELL, you know, connecting with parents. Um, You know, how do you connect with kids who don't have Wi-Fi? There was a section that was just for how do you connect with high schoolers, the older kids. Yeah. You know, so it was so many very specific topics. So definitely look up hashtag EdCampRL. And if you have any problems getting in or whatever, let me know. And I can let the guy know, Kyle, who um, he may be on here, I'm not sure, who organized the entire thing. Uh, I can get in contact with him and some other of the main organizers to make sure you can get in.
1: Okay. And I I just want to say, too, and we talked about, you know, the importance of, of, uh, you know, keeping in touch with other educators and, you know, and, and talking about these important topics. And the Teach Better team, if you are not aware, has a free webinar series. Um, that is running. Uh, there was one this past week. It's, you can start registering for, for next week. Uh, if you are not able to join them live, you can watch them on the Teach Better Team website as a replay. Um, so we have a lot of great things coming up. Go to uh, you know teachbetterteam.com and, and register for those because we have some great topics coming up there too. So uh, sloan i am so thrilled that you were able to join me this morning you i too. really appreciate it it's great conversation i know you're a busy lady we're yes. trying to figure out a day for you because yes. uh, you're very popular and everybody wants to talk to you so thank you. Thank I, I really appreciate you joining me and i again uh, happy teacher appreciation thank an early happy mother's day i hope you have a great you. weekend and uh, we look forward to continuing to stay in touch
0: Absolutely.
1: Thank you everybody for joining us this morning. Have a great Friday and a happy weekend. We'll be back on Monday morning. Thanks so much everybody.
0: Bye bye. <laughs>